0: What's up, guys, and welcome to the third episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we will be doing the second version of our mock draft where we'll be doing picks 11 through 20. But before you listen to this podcast, go back to our last podcast that we made on Sunday and so you don't get spoiled from the picks that we did with 1 through 10. But let's jump right into it with the New York... Jets taking at 11.
1: Andrew, yeah. to start us off.
2: Yeah, I have uh, C.D. Lamb going number 11 to the Jets. I really think uh, the Jets need a wide receiver to complement that offense in Sam Darnold. And I think C.D. Lamb is the best wide receiver in this draft. So I think it would make total sense for the Jets to take C.D. Lamb at 11.
1: Yeah, um, Andrew, I definitely agree with you that C.D. Lamb is the best player in this Um, draft, and I do have it going 11 because right now all you see um, Sam Darnold looking at is ghosts, and I don't think C.D. Lamb is a wide receiver that's a ghost. I think he is so quick that it will open up Sam Darnold to get the ball out of his hand quicker than he did last year, and the um, department of Robbie Anderson will open up that number one receiver spot right open for C.D. Lamb.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you guys a little bit here and go with Jerry Judy, uh, wide receiver out of Alabama. I've been doing a lot of reading here and also watching a lot of his tape, and I think he's the best route runner in this in this draft class. And although he may not have the physical tools that C D Lamb has and the speed, I think he's the most polished receiver in this draft class and um, just fits better to for Jerry Judy or fits better for Sam Darnold to throw to right away. I think CeeDee Lamb could ultimately become the best receiver in this draft. But I think right now Jerry Judy makes the most sense for the Jets.
1: Definitely understandable. It's just I think this is an obvious receiver pick here. um, But it just depends who you guys think the best receiver in the draft is. But let's move on to pick 12 where the Raiders select. Unless anyone has a trade?
0: I do have a trade here. Um, I have the uh, San Francisco 49ers trading up from their pick at 13 that they received uh, from the Colts in a... What, what was the trade, Elliot? Pardon? What was the trade that the 49ers did to get the pick 13 originally? Of
1: course, Buckner.
0: Yes, um, and I think they will trade, trade up to 12 to take... Henry Ruggs, uh, another receiver out of Alabama, you could also make a case for C.D. Lamb here, but I think when they lost a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, I think Henry Ruggs is another version of him, but better, and I think he fits better for the team, even though I do think C.D. Lamb is the better receiver.
1: Henry, I completely disagree with you here. I think Henry Ruggs will fall to the 49ers at 13, and so I don't even think they needed to trade up to get him, even if they liked him so much. And I don't think it's worth trading up. Um, so I have the Raiders taking Jerry Judy. As you mentioned, Henry, he is probably the most polished in this draft class. And um, Derek Carr, even if they do put Marcus Mariota and I think they both can throw off the run, even Derek Carr a little bit. And I think um, Jerry Judy continues his routes the most. Which I really like about wide receivers, they don't stop their route, and throwing off the run is important. And um, I think Jerry Judy fits this perfectly.
2: Yeah, I, at number 12, I have the Raiders selecting offensive tackle McKee Beckton. Or McKee and I'm sorry. And, McKay oh, McKay, sorry. Yeah, sorry, guys, for that. And I think he, the uh, Raiders definitely need him there. And I think they really struggled with pass protection last year. Derek Carr just couldn't stay in the pocket long enough. And I think Makai Becton will definitely help there. And I think they just need a booster of pass protection. And Makai Becton definitely is a proven pass protector. So I think that would make sense there for the Raiders at 12.
1: Before we move on, Andrew, do you think um, because Derek Carr needs to get that ball out of, the, out of his hand more, do you think it's because of his wide receiver core?
2: No, I, I don't think it's hard, or it's due to a lack of wide receivers on the team. I just think it's due to the offensive line not giving him enough time, and that, that's why I think it makes perfect sense for them to draft a offensive tackle out of Louisville, McKay Becton.
1: Because his number one wide receiver was um,
0: Tyrell Williams, I think.
1: Tyrell Williams, or Hunter Renfro, so...
2: And also, remember, guys, he also has Darren Waller as a pass catcher, too. So I think they have a great young core
1: there. So see it as a pass protector.
2: Yeah, I I just, uh, I think wide receiver, they could definitely grab one maybe in the second round if they really need to. I mean, I don't think their wide receiving core is one of the best in the league. I think it's far from that. But I do think that there's a bigger need at uh, or offensive line in the offensive line in the pass protection than uh, wide receiving.
1: Now, one more thing, sorry. Um. Do you think that's maybe why they drafted Marcus Mariota to roll out of the pocket a little bit more? Or not drafted, sorry, signed Marcus Mariota?
2: Uh, I, I just think they signed Marcus Mariota for a backup option in case Derek Carr gets injured or isn't playing Uh. At a high level. I just think Marcus Mariota was just signed as a backup. All
1: right. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. Moving on to the 13th pick here. I have the other end of the 49ers and Raiders trade where I do have the, in my opinion, I think he is the second best receiver in this draft, but I think he just, Henry Ruggs fits better with the 49ers. So CeeDee Lamb falls to 13. And I think the Raiders are in desperate need of some, help on the outside they have their guy in the middle with garen waller but i think they need a lot of help on the outside with a guy like cd lamb out of oklahoma yeah uh at
2: the that's the 13th pick uh the 49ers i see them selecting a wide receiver also but i see them drafting jerry judy i think uh they have debo, debo samuel who's uh, more of a speed receiver and i think uh they need more of an upfield receiver who can uh, catch those 50-50 balls, and I think Jerry Judy could definitely do that for them. He's a big and physical wide receiver who's also an excellent route runner, and I think uh, he will definitely compliment uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in that 49ers offense well.
1: Um, I have the 49ers not taking a wide receiver. One of um, The only one here have... And I think they're taking Javon Kinlaw to fill in DeForest Buckner's place in that defensive line. And here's why I don't have them taking a receiver, because I see a very, very bright future in Debo Samuel. And even Kendrick Bourne, I think, could be. We saw glimpses in the playoffs. And Marquise Goodwin, I think, could fill in a good role in the receiving core. And you obviously have... um. George Kittle, who's probably going to lead the league in, or not lead the lead their team in reception yards and receptions. So I don't see the need for a wide receiver here. And I think that to keep that um, defense intact and make sure it's not losing anyone, I think they take the defensive tackle.
0: Anything else before we move on, or no? I think we're good. No, I think Um, we're good. Yeah, moving on to pick fourteen. I have. Once again, another trade. Uh I have the Buccaneers Trading down from this pick at 16 to the Falcons in exchange for uh the number 16 pick and uh pick 143 from the Falcons. But I have the Falcons in boostering their offensive line. They just signed um Todd Gurley, and I think they're going to want to run the ball a lot more, and they also drop Their offensive line was not great, and Matt Ryan still is going to drop back and throw 30 times a game because he has that receiving core in Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and I think they need somebody to booster that offensive line, and I have them taking Jedrick Wills out of Alabama.
2: Yeah, Henry, I have uh- – Tampa staying there at 14 and I have them taking a uh, quarterback CJ Henderson out of Florida and what's interesting about Henderson is there's been growing uh, reports around the league saying that there are several NFL teams that actually have Henderson higher on their uh, draft board than Jeff Okuda which I personally had being selected at number three in the draft I, I personally do not believe that Henderson is better than Okuda, but certainly it seems like there are NFL teams that believe that. So there might be teams possibly trading up to grab him at a higher spot than uh, most people have him being selected right now. But me personally, I believe uh, Tampa will select him at 14. I think they truly need a cornerback, a a true cornerback. They drafted one a couple years ago, and uh, Vernon Hargraves, that did not work out. So I just think they need to start fresh at that position. And I think uh, C.J. Henderson could be one of the best quarterbacks, cornerbacks, if not the best cornerback, in this draft, according to some. So C.J. Henderson would be a perfect fit there in Tampa.
1: Um, I as well do have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers staying at pick 14, but... If this happens in real life, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers better pray before draft night. And I do have Andrew Thomas falling um, from Georgia, the offensive tackle. Um, uh, I don't know. this In my mock draft, he fell. And this is a perfect fit for Tom Brady so he could have the ball in his hands longer I know that they do have two stud wide receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, which will um um obviously improve from last year's Tom Brady's wide receiver core in Tampa Bay or in New England. Sorry, um, I think this is just a perfect fit, and he fell to fourteen. Anyone have any last words for pick fourteen?
0: No, I think no good. Um. Let's move on now to pick 15, where I have another trade here. I have the Philadelphia Eagles in desperate need of a receiver here. And I think um, that the Broncos are willing to trade down, even though they do slightly need a receiver. But I have um, the Eagles trading pick 21, pick 53, and a 2021 20, third in exchange for um the 15th pick where i had the eagles selecting Justin Jefferson wide receiver out of LSU um the LSU was the national championship team this year and although Justin Jefferson wasn't the best receiver he did have over 1500 receiving yards and 10 touchdowns and over 10 touchdowns and i think on an offense like that you can't miss on a guy who is going to have still a very good quarterback and a team who had a problem with drops, and Justin Jefferson has some of the best hands in this class.
2: Yeah, Henry, at 15, I also have another wide receiver, but I see him uh, going to Denver, and this wide receiver is Henry Ruggs. And Henry Ruggs is just a speed demon on the field. And I think that's what, honestly, that's what Denver needs right now. Denver uh, has cortland Sutton who's more of a stronger physical wide receiver who can go up and grab those 50 50 balls and I think uh Henry Ruggs will perfectly complement him in that Denver Bronco offense being the speed demon and the down the field option and that quick speedy slot wide receiver
1: yeah Henry Ruggs is definitely a speed demon um running a four two seven in the 40 at the combine but I have him a little bit later on my list. And the Broncos at 15 in my mock draft take C.J. Henderson, a cornerback. And Andrew mentioned him earlier. Uh, people do say he could be better, or the team say that he could be better than Jeff Okuda. I personally don't agree with that. I think Jeff Okuda is clearly the best cornerback in this draft. That's why I had him going in the first round, or first top ten. Excuse me. And But I think C.J. Henderson will be a perfect fit along newly acquired A.J. Boye. And you might be thinking, oh, they just got A.J. Boye. Why do they need another cornerback? It's because usually teams do have two lethal wide receivers. And um, I they don't have two lethal cornerbacks. They only have one in A.J. Boye. And I think C.J. Henderson will fit perfectly in the Broncos' um, defense because they don't need anyone in the front seven. They just had newly drafted Bradley Chubb and obviously – on Miller, and I think this is just the perfect fit.
0: Um, I still think that uh, even though the uh, Broncos are in need of a linebacker help, or I still think that the Eagles are in a bigger need of a receiver, and they have to trade up here. Yeah,
1: I totally agree.
0: So moving on now to the we're at 16 now, if I if I stand corrected, um, where I do have the other end of the Falcons Buccaneers trade. And I think the although the Buccaneers did have one of the best pass rushing defenses, uh, I think they need to booster that defensive line even more and take Javon Kenlaw defensive tackle out of South Carolina. Or Yes, yeah, South Carolina.
2: Yeah, I also have uh, Javon Kinlaw going here, but I didn't have a trade, so I have him going to the Atlanta Falcons here at 16. I think the Falcons will take Javon Kinlaw, and I think uh, it's a perfect uh, boost for that defensive line and that pass rush. I
1: actually had a trade here from the first 10. I had remember I had the um, Falcons trading up to the 10th pick with the Browns, and then the Browns got their 16th pick. So here at the Browns at sixteen, I I might need a little help with this name, Calavon Chasen?
0: I believe that is correct.
1: Calavon Chasen, um, the edge rusher from I believe LSU, and he's a red. He was a redshirt sophomore, and I think the Browns, um, Miles Garrett abuse when he got when he pretty much abused Mason Rudolph, and um. More than abused, actually. Uh, but I think uh, Clayvon Chasen is going to be um, there for until Miles Garrett comes back from suspension. And I think he's going to fit perfectly when Miles Garrett is over in suspension alongside Miles Garrett.
0: Yeah, uh, I think we're good here. Anything else left? No. Um, yeah, moving on now to the 17th overall pick. I have another trade. And I think because of the fact that um, the Cowboys, or the Vikings just traded Stefan Diggs, I think they need somebody to replace him. And I think it makes sense for the Vikings to trade up here to 17 and take a guy uh, like Stefan Diggs in Denzel Mims, wide receiver from Baylor. And I think he had... He had one of the best combines uh, out of all these receivers and made uh, his way up the draft board. He's a very big, long, um, athletic receiver who um, I think fits well with uh, Kirk Cousins because they don't have that deep threat right now because Adam Thielen's more of a short yardage guy, and I think he makes the most sense for the Vikings.
2: Yeah, at 17, I see the Dallas Cowboys selecting, uh, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing this correctly, but Kalevon Chasen, I believe, as Elliot mentioned before. And I believe he's just a good complement to to DeMarcus Lawrence. And I believe that Robert Quinn went to Chicago and Malik uh, Collins went to Las Vegas Raiders. I think uh, because they lost those two uh, edge rushers, I think Clayvon Chase and will be perfect to complement uh, Demarcus Lawrence on the other Demarcus Lawrence, sorry, on the other uh, side of that defensive line.
1: Um, yeah, I have the, I have a trade here. I have the Patriots trading up from I believe the twenty third pick in the draft, and they are going to take Jordan Love. And you guys might be a little surprised. Jordan Love I think is a very in my eyes a very versatile quarterback um I his player comp in my opinion kind of really reminds me of um Colin Kaepernick and you guys might just be thinking oh Utah State Colin Kaepernick Utah State Jordan Love but their their play their play really I think it replicates each other both bigger and I think Jordan Love, as you can, as you saw, Kyle Kaepernick was a Super Bowl uh, quarterback back in 2013, was
2: it? Something. Like I that. believe so.
1: Geez, that was a while ago. Um, yeah, I think Jordan Love is a great quarterback coming out of this draft, and I think that that's a move the Patriots might want to make.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that, Elliot. But I think it's. Um... I think they can still get them lower in this draft and not have to trade up all the way to 17. But moving on now to 18, where I have the Dolphins taking um help in the secondary because they did trade away Mika Fitzpatrick. And with that same pick, I do have them taking another member of the secondary. Um, a very quick receiver, or not receiver, corner, probably the fastest in this class, um, C.J. Henderson out of Florida.
1: Andrew, before Henry, before you move on, didn't didn't you have the Lions getting this pick from their trade?
0: I actually had the Lions getting twenty six from their trade. Oh
1: you're the, my bad. I had the Lions getting this pick, and I had them taking Patrick Queen, linebacker, out of I believe it's LSU. LSU has a lot of um, draft picks this year. But Patrick Queen, I think the Lions are in desperate of a uh, of a linebacker i just don't think jared davis is good enough in the pass coverage he's a good run he's a good run um run stopper threat in the front seven but i think patrick queen could even play alongside him in the in the linebacker crew but i think he's gonna take over that linebacker crew patrick queen
2: Yeah, at uh, 18, I have the Miami Dolphins selecting uh, Xavier McKinney, a safety out of Alabama. And ironically, this is the pick they required uh, after trading Minka Fitzpatrick, who was also a safety from Alabama, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... I think uh Xavier McKinney will I think they want to start fresh at that safety spot after trading Fitzpatrick. I think uh McKinney's a perfect uh person to replace in there and I think uh also with uh Miami receiving Kyle Van Noy in free agency and Byron Jones also I think Xavier McKinney will uh perfectly complete well not necessarily complete but add to this already uh, pretty good defense from Miami after what they did in free agency.
0: Yeah, I think we can all agree um, it makes sense for the Dolphins to take uh, defense here. But moving on now to the number 19 overall pick, where I do have the um Las Vegas Raiders now taking um, to booster that defense. I think they have a pretty solid defensive line, and I think they need to booster that secondary, and they take A.J. Torrell. Out of uh, Clemson, and I think he. Although he, you may not strike gold right away because he is. um He is. He has a lot of high upside, but he also is high risk. I think um, Oakland can afford to take a risk here and maybe get one of the future cornerback stars of the league.
2: Yeah, I. Uh, I have actually the Saints trading up with the Raiders. And uh, I think the Saints are going to try to take Jordan Love at this number 19 spot. I think Jordan Love is their guy. I think he's the quarterback of the future for uh, the Saints, actually. I think that's what they think of him right now. And Drew Brees only has a couple years left. I don't think... Uh, Taysom Hill is the quarterback here for the Saints I don't think uh, he's in their future plans and for right now I just think uh, Taysom Hill is the backup but I think Jordan Love the Saints have much bigger plans for him and I think they want to trade up to make sure that they grab him there so number 19 I believe the Saints will trade up with uh, the Raiders and I believe the Raiders will trade down all the way to that number 24 spot as well as receive a 2021 fourth round pick
1: yeah, I have the Raiders staying here. And taking Henry Ruggs III, who fell to the Raiders here. Um, uh, they I, I think they need receivers because their number one receiver is um, Hunter Renfro going into the season. And I think that um, Derek Carr really needs someone. I think that's the main reason why he's holding onto to the ball too long, as Andrew mentioned earlier. But I think um, Henry Ruggs, as we all mentioned, speedster. As I mentioned earlier, running a very fast four two
2: seven, I believe it was
1: four two seven. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think they need a down or downfield threat, and Henry Ruggs is that.
0: Yeah. Um. Before we move on, I want to say something, Andrew. Um. Is there any way you think that the Saints um made? Draft one of the better quarterbacks next year because there is very heavy heavy top quarterbacks like Justin Fields and uh, Trevor Lawrence in next year's class.
2: I don't I don't think uh, the Saints are looking to draft them just because uh, they would have to give up a ton just to be able to trade up to grab one of those QBs because I don't I don't expect uh, the Saints to finish uh, with one of the worst records in the league to be able to grab one of those QBs at one of the top uh, picks in the draft. So I think the Saints would have to give up a hefty amount of uh, picks, first-round picks most likely, to be able to grab one of them. So I just don't think the Saints uh, uh, are going to think it's worth it to try to give up all that for one of those top QBs in next year's draft. So I think uh, the trade-up to grab Jordan Love here, who is still a very proven quarterback, and I think that's what they would more likely want to do rather than trade for one of those uh, top QBs in the 2021 draft.
1: And as Andrew mentioned earlier, um, Drew Brees still has a couple more years in him, and Jordan Love can sit, sit under the mentor Drew, Drew Brees for a couple years and develop into a great quarterback. And I actually do agree with Andrew's trade-up here.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um, but I think it just would... It, it, it would surprise a lot of people, but moving on now to number 20, um, the Jaguars did indeed trade their number their number one corner at, the, at towards the beginning of last year, Jalen Ramsey, and I think they need a guy to replace that, and I think the best corner left on the board is Christian Fulton, a cornerback out of LSU. LSU's defense, although it wasn't great this year, they did have a lot of talent and guys who... Um, will be NFL starters. And I think Christian Bolton is one of these guys. And I think he, he, he could be, he's going to come right out of the gate and be a good corner. He's not more uh, as much of a high risk because he started a few years in college. Um, and I think that there's a lot of reward right away with him. Yeah,
2: I have uh, the Jaguars here selecting a cornerback here, but I believe it's going to be Trayvon Diggs, cornerback out of Alabama, who is also uh, Stephon Diggs, wide receiver for now the Buffalo Bills. That's his brother. And I believe Trayvon Diggs is an incredible player. He developed a lot at Alabama. And the Jaguars, I think, are in desperate need of a cornerback here. This is actually the pick they uh, acquired from the Los Angeles Rams from trading their top cornerback, Jalen Ramsey. So I think Jacksonville will select a cornerback here after trading Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boyer in the last six months. So I believe it makes sense for them to use uh, this pick for a cornerback. And I believe Trayvon Diggs is the best quarterback on or cornerback on the board at this time in this draft.
1: Yeah, Trayvon Diggs, one of um, Stefan Diggs' two brothers. I believe Quandre is a brother of Stefan. But... Um, I have AJ Epinesa going here from Iowa, I believe, uh, the edge rusher. And the loss of Clay Campbell and I believe Yannick Ngakwe requested a trade, and I think they need that. They need to start this defense early. And um, I had them in the top data top ten pick. I had them taking Makai Becton on the offensive line, and so I think they need to start picking a lot of defense in this 2020 virtual draft. So I think we can expect that coming.
0: Yeah, any last words before we end it here or I think
1: got- Um yeah, we I just want to say stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast. It's going to be very very special. I'm not going to ruin it for everyone that's waiting. But it's going to be very a very different podcast than normal and I'm really excited. How about you guys?
0: Uh yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be I mean, you guys we have a lot of future things coming like this, so stay tuned because we are looking forward to some of our near future podcasts.
1: Um. So this is the last take sports podcast. Share it with your friends, family, dogs, brothers, sisters, and everyone.
2: And I, I would like to keep in mind also, uh, we like goldfish listeners, so make sure you get your goldfish out. Yes, yes. Well, all your pets.
0: Yeah, this is the Last Take Sports Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.